grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in. It is episode number. I, you know what? I did it again. Remind me next week, boys, to not forget to do this bit beforehand. Well, it's it's number 30. 30. Number 30. All right. Tell me. 30 uh, people in the Royal Rumble. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's fine. Episode number 30 of Jabbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live. Um, real quick, uh, we are still waiting on sort of official word about what AJ is going to be able to do with us. We are confident that we're going to be able to talk to him at some point in the future. We just we are still kind of getting details on can he host the show, what can he talk about, what he can't talk about. Um, it's a shame that you guys aren't in our group text because we are hearing <laughs> some unbelievable things about the main event. Um, some things that literally, like the the you know, he talked about. Um, how many hours he had a, a throbbing boner this weekend because of some things that he's already been able to do in his career with WWE. It is, it is unbelievable, man. Um, but his future with the show, we're still working through that. He's again, remains on the marquee. It's still his show. And we are confident that we will, you will hear AJ's voice again on this program when, and in what capacity that still to be determined uh, moving forward. But uh, you know what I think we should do if he can't, like if he can't come on, We'll just re-edit a lot of his old stuff. And you know what? And it would stand. That's actually a really good point. We actually should have like a sound. God, Roman Reigns. Yeah, a soundboard (laughs) of just things. Roman Reigns every pick. And and, or he would just say, "This is why you guys are stupid." Or Charlotte Flair. Wrestling fans are the worst. (laughs) Yeah, this is why I hate you. You see, this is why I hate you guys. Like, yeah, we could do a soundboard of some of AJ's (laughs) greatest hits for the future. I wouldn't be opposed. Um, we are hoping that I believe Joe Hendry is actually going to join us later on in the program for Ring of Honor. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, it's really dude, that guy's amazing. Love me some Joe Hendry. Yeah. Uh, are we going to go? Are we are we all doing that? I think I can do it. I think I can make it, uh, by the way, on the ninth. Th- is that the date? The ninth, right? The ninth. Yeah. We're I'm throwing a, I'm up in the air right now. I'm I have nothing right now. So as of now, we're throwing yeah, a birthday. As of party. Now I can go. We're yeah. throwing a birthday party for my kid that day. But I think it's in the morning. Who cares? No, that actually I think yeah, I need who, to show up for. But I who wants a birthday? I know, right? What a Come jerk! On. What a jerk! He'll, you turn five plenty of times, you know. Like, right. We'll he get you the next one. Uh, oh, he doesn't care about you. He cares about his friends. No, that's a fact. That absolutely is a fact. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But I think I can do it. I think I can do it. As they are holding a free event. I mean, like it's free, legit free. You got to go get your tickets. But they are coming to UMBC Event Center. Um, for a free, legit free show, which is very cool. And with everybody. This isn't like a, you know, a B show or something like that. It is a free show with everybody on the roster. Free Enterprise on February 9th. And I believe we'll be chatting with Joe Hendry later on in this program. But before we get to that, we've got uh, other picks to make. As this weekend, we have two pay-per-views. We have 
Uh, first, Worlds Collide, which is a, a pay-per-view that they did to honor uh, Power Man 5000, and I appreciate that a great deal. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I think that... <laughs> Tony Hawk for a skater for life. Yeah. Right, How yeah, is that not the theme song, by the it way? It is really weird, isn't it? Like, it's really yeah. weird that you've got that and you're not going with that song. Um, but we will get to that and then we will make our picks for the Royal Rumble. But we'll start Saturday night. Uh, Worlds Collide at uh, the arena in Houston. As NXT, It's the one time a year. The only time you will ever see somebody from nxt in the same city as somebody from nxt uk uh five matches <laughs> the on same the country card. Come yeah on. correct that's a good point anywhere close five matches on the card um the first one we will begin with uh by, by the by the way i like how they just added the best match on the card like i mean two days ago. this right is, let me start with the well I, I don't know there's a lot of great matches on this card but, yes, we'll start with the fact that we're getting DIY back together <laughs> with, like, no fucking build at all. Um, I mean, that's the, it's an exhibition. Yes, it's an exhibition, no doubt about that. DIY, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa against Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. This is, like, j- they should just start chanting, this is awesome now. <laughs> like, just go ahead and start your chants today for Saturday night, because there's no doubt it will be awesome. But the nature of it being an exhibition does make it difficult to pick. So, uh, Aaron, you have first pick. Oh, I have first pick. Okay. Um, well, there's no, there's no. That's oh no, I guess Aaron, you go third. It's that's is that how it works? I go second. Yeah. Because because I mean, yeah. AJ's first and it's me, so I get first. Yeah. Pick then. All right, fine. That's fair. Um, the nature of being an exhibition makes it difficult. It feels really difficult to put Gargano and Ciampa back together, knowing they're both going to be faces coming out of this and have them lose, right? Like, if there was some story that would be logical to tell where one of them screws the other one, I, I just don't see a world in which they're not both faces coming out of Saturday night. And so if that's the case, how do you have them lose? But the flip side argument is you might do more with Trent Seven and Tyler Bate together in the immediate future than you are with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Like, it might be that it's fine for Gargano and Ciampa to lose together because they're both splitting off to do their own things afterwards. Ultimately, you know, some of this, too, is also figuring out how they're going to have NXT UK win some match. Like, there's a lot of yep. of poker mm-hmm. that you're playing and trying to figure this thing out. Um I but think because of what you just said, I think this one's obvious. It's not obvious. It's definitely Nothing not obvious. obvious. It's definitely it's not obvious. obvious. I think I'm going to go Mustache Mountain here. You know, I, and for for the exact reason that you said, I don't think DIY is is going forward as a tag team. I think that Champa is going towards Cole. I think Gargano is going through Balor, and you might have Balor notably. Uh, not he's he's on the card, but I could see them possibly screwing each other, something along those lines. I could basically I could see Balor getting involved in the match or Cole getting involved in this match. Someone getting involved in this match and uh, costing. I'm DIY. less confident of that because what you alluded to, because both of them have other matches on the card. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm going with uh, Mustache Mountain here. To me, this is an obvious Mustache Mountain win. The reason I think it's obvious is because I think once we get further, it's like what Glenn said, There's you can't do this and have all the UK guys lose, right? Like, you, you can't. That, we'll talk about reasons why we're painted into a corner with this match, I believe. And I think this match is one of their easy victories to, that won't affect anything. And for all the reasons you guys just said and more, 
Plus, I also think the big picture story here is leading to Ciampa and Gargano, the WrestleMania weekend for the title. I think eventually we're going to get Champa winning the title back from Adam Cole. I think we're going to get Gargano on his way. So I think this is just I mean, you are starting to run their the way of there. keeping the story going for like basically six months, like they always have done with uh, Gargano and Champa. So I, I think I think it'll be more about maybe the short term storylines that we just mentioned. But eventually, this will be part of the bigger build to get back to that. I'm I am less convinced that we're getting a Gargano Champa championship. Not a match. Sing, not a single. Yeah. If you tell me it's like a fatal four way. Yeah, I could see that. I think there's, either there's one, almost I, no I, way it could be a single match. I, I, at this I don't point. say there's no way. I think I think they still want that match. I think they they didn't get the match they wanted at Brook at Takeover New York, and sure. I think that those guys still want that match on that stage. I agree. I just don't think that they're in a rush to get these guys anywhere else. I think that they are content. Yeah, the way that they've positioned the card and stacked the you know the heel face dynamics, it would be a real rush to put that match together for unless you're talking about next year's WrestleMania. That's okay. I mean, I, I, look, I'm nobody's nobody's ever going to complain if you get a Gargano Champa match. Like, nobody's ever going to say, "Oh boy, that's a really bad idea. You shouldn't be doing that." Um, but it, it's a, it's a hard sell to completely eliminate Adam Cole from the picture by WrestleMania, outside of just giving him a bump to another show. It could, I mean, it could be, it could be a, it could be a multi-person match. Yeah, I mean, I, I think those two people are in the title match, whether it's a one-on-one or a multi-person match. And I think that I think we're eventually going to get the Adam Cole face or to raw or something. Cause we have to remember there's going to be a draft or a whatever. I mean, after it, WrestleMania, is there, like, yes, I don't there know is, how anything. every year so far there has no, but year. they've never had three shows before. Like I, I don't know. And, and we also, you know, they didn't have the draft in October. Right. Before. Like it, I don't, I don't know what they're but doing. They did the superstar shakeup or whatever. So they did it twice. Like, right. Though I'm not saying there couldn't be people that move. I'm, you know, I'm not saying that's impossible, but I just don't know that I have no, I have no idea what to expect. I really don't know what to expect at this point. All right. I feel like they'll shake up the roster, so I feel like there is a reason to do something. And so, I mean, otherwise, I mean, we can talk about it all day, but where, where are you going to, like, what does the title match look like then at WrestleMania? Um. Oh, I absolutely think you could still do it, and uh, Adam Cole, I, I think there's a bunch of options where you could give to yeah. Adam Cole. I mean, I think you could do, if, if, if you want to do Adam Cole, Keith Lee at that point, if he gets screwed out of winning the North American title, I think that's an incredible main event. In I mean, you you could do Adam Cole Champa again, like Champa could win. Yeah. You have your rematch. Yeah, WrestleMania. I mean, there's a. I think you have a tons of options for where you can go. Um, I, I and that doesn't mean again nobody's going to complain if Gargano and Champa are involved <laughs> or if it's Gargano Champa. I just think that I'm the the one that I've got the difficult the most difficult path of getting to is a single match between Gargano and Champa for the title right now. There's a lot of work that you got to be done. Like, yes, you can give Ciampa the belt, but you've got to get Adam Cole out of the picture somehow. And I, I, maybe I could paint a scenario by which you could do that, but... Well, also there's, there's, creating... a, there's a really easy way you do that. Well, I mean, if you want to do that right now, we can pick that match next. Doesn't make sense, but... Um, Imperium Undisputed Era, if you want to tell me that that's how you're doing that is by saying that Adam Cole cares more about Walter and suddenly that's what his obsession is, like... I that's, could. That's not. That's not what I was gonna say. I, was I, I think say, he was. He was talking about Rumble. 
Yeah. By having Adam Cole win the Rumble? Or even or just, just going up, it. starting a feud with yeah. someone up there. I mean... It's a path. I don't like the yeah, path, I, but, I, but it, the timing doesn't work because yeah. Portland is after him. Yeah, that, that's, that, yeah. that's, but, that's no, not... But I, what I was mainly talking about is, like, they haven't shied away from the person who lost the title not going right back after the title. Like, essentially... Right, but they haven't done it with a character that's been so obsessed with the title as Adam Cole. Okay, but I'm just saying there's a multitude of ways you do that. You have a number one contenders match. He loses to whoever, you know? I mean, like, they literally just did but, that with Shayna Baszler. Have, have, have they ever not given the champion a rematch at the Shana next Baszler. takeover? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Shayna Baszler didn't get a rematch. Well, we don't. We it's true. I mean, she also it wasn't a. She didn't lose a takeover. I'm, I'm, but, I'm thinking, but, but you're right. You're right. You're right. But hang on, let me. Let me Baszler does count. But but stretch it out a bit. I think that we've all assumed that that's because Baszler Baszler's getting a call up now. If that's not yes. the case, that's what it is. And if your answer is that's proof that Adam Cole can get a call up too, sure. Right. I mean, like, but what they did is they put Shayna Baszler in that battle royal or whatever. She lost. Yeah. Someone else gets the title shot. I, I think that's it's a different. How you get him out of the match? But, but it's a different story. Adam Cole's your biggest star on the show. <laughs> like he's got to be doing something. Is Shayna Baszler the biggest female star on the show? I, do, I don't even think she is at the moment. I think that we all think that Rhea Ripley's the biggest female star on the show. Okay, at the moment. but she's the I, second biggest. I, you could make the case for Io. I mean, yeah, you absolutely can make the case for EO. Adam Cole's the single biggest star on the show as a whole. He's he's NXT. So it's not even a kayfabe thing as much as it's if you're not putting him in that championship match, it's got to be because there's something big for him to be doing. Well, do you there's, get the implosion of the Undisputed Era? And, and that could be the answer if the answer is. But again, you got to do it quickly. Like, you don't have... They have four yes. months. Five no, months. No, you have no. six weeks. Yeah. I don't. I don't so know. WrestleMania where... between Portland and WrestleMania, you have about six weeks. Oh wow! Well, but I mean, there could be stuff leading up to Portland, and then sure. But Portland. again, we're only what three weeks from Portland, right? Like, right. We're, we're we're in a condensed timeline here. Like it's, it's a lot. True. It's not impossible, but it's a lot. It's a lot to do. And yes, obviously, if you did that, that would be big enough that you would explain why Adam Cole wasn't in the the title picture, but. It's you got to do it quickly. You got to get there, and it would have to start. You know, you would have to plant the seed, obviously, this Saturday night, and you'd have to move forward so that like you would get it done. There would be a clean break at Portland, and then from there, you could quickly move into you know Adam Colby, Roderick Strong, something like that. I mean, it's it's not impossible. It just has to be done quickly. All right, let's that's, okay. because we're doing this Imperium and Undisputed Era, just because that's what we were talking about. Yeah, uh, I'm going with Undisputed Era here. I just I, I don't think they're ready to put. You know they. Not necessarily they don't like Imperium. They like Undisputed Era a lot more. And there are, you know, Marcel Bartel. They, they have guys who can take the fall or whatever. Um, give me Undisputed Era. Yeah, this is a tough one because I think they both have guys that can take the fall. But, um, but I think, you know, we're more likely to get an Undisputed Era win because we want to keep them strong because they have all the titles and... It doesn't make sense to have them lose at this point. So I think you go undisputed. It's a really funny thing, man, because like after I made the first pick, I started thinking, yeah, it's not as crazy as it sounds that you could have Imperium win this match. No, Um, it's not because it could do something that's been hard to do, which is give Undisputed an era a loss, despite the fact that they don't lose any belts. And that would actually have some value. Like this is the one way that you go about having them you know, have sort of a chink in the armor. First chink in the armor, right? Right. And, like, and, and now that we're also talking about it, 
they're also like if there was one big complaint about how they did Survivor Series and everything with NXT is that Walter got jobbed out so quickly. This could be kind of the makeup for that. Man, I don't have the balls. I, I'm still taking Undisputed Era, yeah, but I don't have the balls to do it either. I'll take Undisputed Era, but I would not be stunned at all. I don't think they care about. I don't think they care about that. By the way, I'm not sure that's true. I think that it's not. I think Triple H cares about. Yeah, that. I I think that they do want Walter to be stronger. I think that they want Walter to come off particularly strong. But no, I'm not. I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to do it. All right. Um. The uh. The uh, cruiserweight you know, championship. The other, you know the other thing that does though. What? It, and it goes back to it, it goes back to what you were saying. Remember the the post show when we, we were t- when we were talking on the rest or the uh, sorry the Survivor Series post show, and you said we're all rubes because like the point of the show was to get NXT over. Well, the oh, point yeah. of this show is to get NXT UK. Oh, over, and th- right. There's almost I, no. I, that's totally possible. It's totally it's possible. totally possible, so, but there's not as much incentive for them to no, get NXT UK. No, but what I'm UK saying over. is, if it's the last match. You would think the last match would be the one, one of the one of the matches that they win. Um, so that's what gives me a little bit of pause. But oh, I, I, I can't pick yeah. it. <laughs> no, I can't pick it either. But I absolutely there's real reason for pause, man. There's real reason for pause because it's going to be the last match. The point we know what the point of the show is is to get people to give a shit about the NXT UK because otherwise there's no other reason to do this show. I mean, other other than to have a fantastic show, yes, they could have just done another. You could have a lot of fantastic shows right. any other way. Right. Um, the point of this is to get the UK over. I mean, obviously they they can get over and lose. But so pick it, Brandon, because we got to move on. Pick it. I I can't. Pick All right, it. now we got to move on. Uh, Cruiserweight right. Championship four way: Angel Garza, Swerve Scott, Jordan Devlin, Travis Banks. Uh, Brandon, you're first. Angel Garza continues to be amazing. Um, I'm going to go Jordan Devlin here. Wow. I'm going to say that, like, I just don't know that they, like, Angel Garza is awesome, but I don't know that they have huge plans for him, and I think they see the Cruiserweight Championship as something they can sort of move on a whim. Jordan Devlin's coming off the, the what might go down as a match of the year. Um, he's hot. I think this is a tremendous chance to give NXT UK a win. I'm picking Jordan Devlin. Yeah, I just don't know if they want to put the cruiser. I mean, granted, Devlin can come across. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. And, and you can do that. It, it does. Um, I'm just going because, honestly, this is a pick of my heart as much as that. I'm going with Swerve. Love Swerve. Love the I match mean, they had doesn't love Swerve on Scott. NXT. I hear you. I mean, that's incredible. All right, three different picks. Uh, Finn Balor and Ilya Dragunov. Oh, I get first pick. Finn's got to win something at some point. So, Finn. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. I want to give this to Ilya just because... I think you can do something with Ilya, and this would be another spot to get that you know UK win that doesn't really matter. And if you want to do something where Finn screws over DIY and then DIY screws over Finn, okay, maybe that's how you do it. But I do think I agree. You need Finn to win. Brandon. Oh, so that, I think uh, I I think it's Finn um, for a lot of the reasons you just said, but I could also see the the trading of screw jobs happening as well but i'm gonna go finn all right and the women's championship match rhea ripley versus the greatest performer in their history of performances tony storm yes the greatest performer but it's rhea it's rhea it's not yeah i mean yeah. i don't think we need to bother i don't think <laughs> yep. we need to bother having much conversation about this all right royal rumble sunday night at um what's the name of the ballpark minute, minute Maid Maid park, park. Uh, and who knows if they've removed all the buzzers and all of the, the Damn various it. contraptions. <laughs> they uh, better do a bit with that. You I mean, have to do to. a bit. They 1,000% have to. 
All right, uh, seven matches on the card as of right now. Let's begin with the women's, the SmackDown Women's Championship match: Bailey and Lacey Evans. Uh, sixth match. Uh, Brandon, you are first. I mean, as much as I want to pick Lacey, Bailey's winning. I think we got the, we have like, I mean, we still have SmackDown to go here to see what they do. But right now, we have like this fake Sasha Banks injury thing going on. So I think, uh, I think you still have. Lacey losing because of Bailey and Sasha together. I would tend to agree. I really hope that's not to try to draw this out and make there be a Lacey Evans moment at WrestleMania because, as I said before, you've got a lot of character work to do. There's a lot. It like it's just re. It's it's so Liberty Bell. It's it's painful. Um, like I, if you're gonna do it, just do it now. <laughs> Get it out of the way and do yeah. it now. Um, if you're drawing this thing out to give a, a Lacey Evans face moment at WrestleMania, that's not the character that you do that for. Like, that's god-awful. Um, but I tend to agree, Bailey. Yeah, Bailey, I'm pretty sure, is going to win here, which, you know, just going forward, I don't know. Like, I, I have an idea of what the plan is for the Raw titles. I have no idea what the plan is for the SmackDown title. And that concerns me because, you know, last year we did have AJ no Lee's idea. AJ going to win the Royal Rumble. AJ hey, Lee with the challenge of Bailey, then the, there it's solved. Fine, but uh, yeah, I, I think Bailey wins here. Shorty G and Sheamus, <laughs> Sheamus, Sheamus. What do you mean? You think this is that obvious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sheamus, Roman Reigns, and King Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere <laughs> match. Aaron. Why is this a false? Like they they've mixed up the feed, like they, so that had, there can be dog food somehow, so that they like, can do. You have a dog leash match I, in the other match. You have a strat match, which could be a dog collar match, and instead you have a. They mix these two matches up. It's really weird. I don't get it. Um, Roman Reigns wins, but everything about this is so weird. Yeah, that has been they weird did have weeks. they really did have Daniel Bryan explain exactly why their match should be a uh, a cage match, and then he said, and that's why it's going to be a strap match. <laughs> You're like, well, they, wait, you just explain why it should be a cage match. Like, what the well, fuck? Here's the problem, though. You can't. It can't be a cage match if the guy goes under the ring. Yeah, that's true. There is something well, under that. And it's like, but. Does he run away? Like that was the first time he had run away. He did too. it one time. Yeah, that was he, the he other ran away weird one part time. about it. All right. Um, what was your pick, Aaron? My my pick was uh, Roman Reigns. All right. I bet. By the way, you you're gonna have to go back because I have not been writing these down. <laughs> you're gonna have to go back and. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Or Brian, Brian Powell, you tell us who we all picked. Um, Brandon, what's what's your pick? Might I remind you? that all of you assholes keep picking Roman Reigns to beat Baron Corbin. And how many times has he beat Baron Corbin? It's got to happen once, right? <laughs> <laughs> he has beat him zero times on pay-per-view so far. I believe that's true. Sounds right. I think this is... God damn it. These, these stipulation matches is what screws everything up because he can throw the whole kitchen sink at him and cheat and win, which is why I always pick Baron Corbin. This time, I'm going to pick Roman. Well, because the Rumble. And they like to have guys that are going to win the Rumble lose matches before. Um, I'm going with Baron Corbin here. Okay. 
because okay. of what I think is because you're about later to tell us that match, you think Roman they're going to want him to look dead. Right? You think and Roman Reigns is going to win? Because the it's a false count anywhere match, they're going to drop all kinds of shit on him and make him look like he's dead, yeah. and then he's going to win the Royal. That's sure. what I think is going to happen here. But all I'm right. going to take Corbin in the match. All right, I'm going to go with uh, with uh, Roman Reigns. I'm going to go with Roman Reigns as well. Uh, next up, uh, Becky Lynch and Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Brandon, you are first. So what should happen here is that Asuka should win the title. 1,000%. I got to go with Becky, unfortunately. I think the story that they're telling is more about Becky. It's more about her overcoming this and getting her contract and all that shit. I, and I think they have plans for something bigger at WrestleMania with Becky, so i got to go with Becky. I'm just going to take Asuka because I'm going to fall back to what they should. I know this is stupid. I'm going to do this a couple times, and I'm going to end up feeling really dumb for it. But the answer should be Asuka. And I'm, I, I just don't know how it's logical to do anything other than ha- to have Asuka. I, don't, I can't see the logic in anything other than Asuka winning and refreshing Becky that way. So Asuka's my answer. The, the, I, yes, it should be Asuka because it would do wonders for the women's division, but I think they want to be able to say Becky has held this Raw title for a year going into WrestleMania, so Becky is going to hold the title for a year going into WrestleMania, and Becky wins. All right. All right. Very good. Um, next up, we have the WWE Universal Championship match between... Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan. Um, I guess I'm first for that one. I, you look. Know, the shame of it is, if you have Bray Wyatt lose, how are you doing this again? And I'm so confused. There's a bunch of things that confuse me about this. Um, I will all. Ultimately- are they what? trying to tell us that if Daniel Bryan rips out his hair, that he has no power? I'm, or I'm not sure what they're trying to say. I'm not. Look, I I like this still. I just like this leading to Daniel Bryan going over, and I'm not certain that we're getting that. Um, by the way, appreciate them finally three weeks later deciding they needed to explain why Brock Lesnar was going to be in the Royal Rumble. Like, cool thing to wait three weeks to do. <laughs> <sighs> we'll discuss that more. Um, I don't effing know. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's the pick. Yeah, Bray Wyatt's the pick just because it, it makes the, the picture going forward a lot clearer. But I, I just don't, like, it feels like you're building up something big for Daniel Bryan. And I, I don't know what that is after this if he loses. Like, and that's the thing. And, if he loses and, again, and, and, how do you keep going? How do you keep no, doing you, this? You can't really keep going, barring something kind of crazy, you know, uh, uh, more people getting involved or whatever. But, like, I, I'm worried that they're backing themselves into a corner where, they're making us really fall in love with Daniel Bryan again, and they don't have a payoff for it. Yeah, I'm really nervous and, about and that. And that, that could be a problem going forward, um, but I do think it's Bray Wyatt. All right, now we come to the Rumble matches. We begin. Do I get Wait, to pick Brandon, the match? Brandon, oh, you didn't Brandon. pick? Oh, son of a bitch. All right, yeah, go ahead. Asshole. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I. if this was not, like, if this was WrestleMania, I'd probably be picking Daniel Bryan. Sure. But because it's Royal Rumble, and because, man, there's another screwy thing that could happen here, and, and, and that could be that, so this is a strap match now. There's there's some reason for that, right? Like, there's some reason. I don't know that there's a reason. 
I think there is. I think it has something to do with, I think they, whatever way they want to end this match, they figured out how to do it with this strap involvement. And be, be, considering we have Elimination Chamber coming up, I'm a little concerned we're going to get a, like a title in abeyance situation where like they're both dead or whatever, choking each other with a strap or some situation. I'm just going to pick Bray Wyatt because it's the safe, the safe pick. But I, I do think there's something else going on here. I think you're right. They booked themselves into a corner where they don't know how to get the title off of Bray Wyatt because they probably have some other plan for WrestleMania for this championship that does not involve him. Or, oh, I disagree entirely. No, no, no. Or, or it's the Reigns thing, right? Yes. Or it's that. But, but I don't know. It, it should be interesting because what do you do in Elimination Chamber if Brock is one of the champions and Bray Wyatt is the other champion? You have it be for a number one contender. Okay, but then you have no title matches on this. I, you can you can have a singles match outside of the chamber. I'm just uh, okay. I, I it'll be interesting to see, but I'll go with Bray Wyatt. All right, uh, women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, I'm Aaron, first. Yeah, Aaron, you go first. Uh, for me, this is easy, especially after what we saw in NXT. Shayna Baszler is coming in; she's winning it, and that's the reason we had that post-match thing between Becky and Shayna at Survivor Series. It wasn't just random; it wasn't just for Becky. It was to set up Becky for Shayna at WrestleMania. I believe this for about six months. And yes, everything Aaron said, 100%. Shayna Baszler is winning the Royal Rumble. I think there's two questions here. I think the first one is whether or not you're going to have Ronda Rousey involved. Like, it that changes a lot of things. But ultimately, sure. there's a reason that Shayna Baszler is the overwhelming favorite. Um, I tend to agree as well. Now, I know I've pointed myself in a corner because I just had Asuka win the, the belt. But... F it. I'll take Shayna Baszler anyway, and we'll deal with that problem when we get there. Okay. And then the men's Royal Rumble match. Brandon, you have first pick. Roman Reigns. Look, I get it. Like, Roman Reigns, again, overwhelming betting favorite. Um, this is where I'm going to do the thing where, like, I, I'm going to feel stupid about it, but I'm going to do the thing where I'm just going to say this is what makes the most sense. That Kevin Owens should be winning the fucking Royal, Royal Rumble, period. Like, our yes. truth our yes. truth should win it. But Kevin Owens, yes. secondarily, should be winning can the I Royal ask Rumble. You, can I ask you something? Is there any way that they're dumb enough? And I think the answer is yes, because they're always dumb enough. <laughs> Are they dumb enough to have Owens in the final two or three and Reigns win? Uh, I hope, no. I hope no, not. They're not. They're not that dumb. Like, no. they're going to get that fucker out at, like, number 15 or something yes. if Reigns is winning, right? Yeah. The, the, yes, the, but the question because is, but who are they going to have late in Baron. the match? And after well, you it just has to be Corbin or Lesnar, some. What, do you think he'll last the whole time? Do you? I don't know. That? No, no. Uh, I mean, I think he could. In that in that situation where you're picking, oh. you need someone for Roman Reigns. I, yes. I'm going to disagree and well, say if you have here's Lesnar, here's if, how he lasts. By the way, here's how he lasts the whole time. I, I don't think he is because I think they have to set up something. But let's say he does last the whole time. Somebody like breaks him through a table, you know, 10 guys sure. in and he lays out there the whole time yes. and then gets in at the end. Yes, I, I'm going to I'm just going to disagree. I think if you have Lesnar last through number 30, that the crowd is going to be behind Lesnar at that point. 
What oh, the, I agree. There's so few people who you can put. Like that's, that's why I don't think they're going to have Roman Reigns win the Rumble. That's because, that's also part yeah. of the like consideration for this. You're in a really tough spot. Ultimately, yeah. I, I I'm just gonna pick. I'm just gonna stick with Kevin Owens because yes, I'm just Kevin gonna Owens, stick with Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens is the correct answer. Correct. Yes. Um, and I, I've been saying it for a couple months. I I think the most logical thing, both to get you know the NXT title onto the WrestleMania card proper. And because they, you are in an awkward position, both on Raw and SmackDown, if you don't believe Kevin Owens, which even though it's the correct answer, I just don't believe it right now, the easy solution is Keith Lee. So that's where I'm going. All right. Very good. Those are our- one more thing. Is there any way they do what I laid out for Reigns, but for Daniel Bryan? Yes, but so no. like Bray <laughs> Wyatt hangs him over the thing with the strap and he's stretchered out and dead and whatever. And, and, and then he comes in and wins the rumble. And that's how you get the Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan match. Um, sure. I mean, it's, it's really, it's tough to get your heat back after another loss. Like it really is tough for me to, but if it's not a loss, you, if it's you a, like almost, a referee, you almost don't, if it's going, if the idea is Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, you don't need the rumble involved at all. Well, of course not. Cause you've already done the work. Overbooked the hell out of all of this. Sure. All these things, yeah. you know, and nobody gets return matches and things like that. So, I mean, you could argue that gives him the definitive match. I, st- I it's hard. To, it's hard to walk to. It's hard to look away from Reigns here, though. I get it. I mean, that's that's what that's what Vegas thinks too. That's what Vegas thinks too. All right. Um, here's what we're gonna do because we normally most years do like a list of the five best guesses we have. Brandon, I know you've got to duck out for segment number two, so I want you to text us yours, and we'll talk about them in segment number two. Uh, five surprises that we could see in either the men's or the women's Royal Rumble, and we'll talk about names that we'll eliminate as being surprises. Like, we're not going to call CM Punk a surprise at this point. Um, five total or five per Rumble? Five total between the okay. two Rumbles, all right? So text us those. Aaron and I will talk about it in segment number two. That's coming up as we continue. I'm Glenn, and he's Brandon, and he's Aaron. This is Jobbing Out. Baltimore's favorite bar is just 771 feet from home plate. Sliders Bar and Grill, just steps from Camden Yards, is the perfect sports bar for Terps and Caps season with all the games on dozens of TVs. Sliders daily specials include Mexican Monday, Wing Ding Wednesday, Bloody Brunch Sunday, and more with different drink specials every day of the week, including Fancy Clancy Pilsner. Find out about all of the parties and get info on having your own party or company event at slidersbaltimore.com. Sliders, one of Baltimore's original continuously operating bars. Did this guy die? Do I remember that for some reason? Did that the... sounds about right. God, it's a really awful way of, of discussing that particular topic. Uh, back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster with you, as well as Power, Mind, Power Man 5000. Joe Hendry from Ring of Honor joins us in segment number three. Aaron, um, we decided that we're going to reword what we're going to do. Oh, by the way, there was one match we forgot to pick. We got to pick. Uh, they just added uh, Andrade Umberto on uh, Sunday. Yeah, I'm inclined to go Andrade as well. We'll figure out who Brandon is picking. Uh, I just texted him. Hopefully he'll text me back. All right, so the other thing we're going to do, we're not going to guess. It feels like for the Rumble, 
it's just sort of become this like game of guessing who's going to be a surprise entrant into the Rumble to the point where we almost it's impossible to have a surprise entrance in the Rumble because like we're all working under the assumption of you know like for example do we do we even know if Shayna Baszler is in the Women's Royal Rumble? No, they haven't announced it. Right, but, but yet also, we're all there's working. Such a, there's such a heavy NXT presence that it's hard to call NXT people a surprise. Well, certainly the NXT people, it's particularly difficult to call a surprise. I don't even know that we can call like NXT UK people a surprise if they were to no. show up. Um, then you add in the fact that like we've been talking about the possibility of Edge for weeks. We've been yep. talking about, you know, we all thought there was going to be a Booker team match on the card in Houston, that didn't come to fruition. So, would we be that surprised if in Houston they bring out Booker T for a pop? Like, not at all. So, what we're going to do instead is for both Royal Rumbles, we will get a bonus point added if we can pick somebody that we agree is completely off the wall. Just no conversation at all. No reasonable reason to believe that they would be involved in the Royal Rumble this year, but yet we pick them, and they happen to be the person that shows up. You get a bonus point. That's what we're going to do, and we're going to add in um, who eliminates Brock Lesnar, since none of us picked Brock Lesnar to win the Royal Rumble. So those are the bonus points that will be had during the course of the Rumble. I have Brandon's picks. Uh, I don't remember where we left off, so I don't remember who's first. It doesn't matter. So thank you, thank you, Aaron. Dynamite observation. Um, that, what, what's Brandon's picks? Brandon's picks. His his surprise for the men's Royal Rumble is Stone Cold Steve Austin. There okay. would be there would be logic to it. It's in again. It's in Texas. Um, you know, you get a huge pop, but like there's there's no reason based on anything we've seen to think that this is going to be the time where Stone Cold Steve Austin is willing to be involved in a match again when he has been completely unwilling to do it for eternity. So Correct. it would be truly stunning if that were the case. His women's pick, uh, I believe she just uh, uh, won her bout with cancer, which is awesome. Maria Menunos is okay. his women's pick for a like stunning it. entrant into the Royal Rumble. His selection... For who will eliminate Brock Lesnar, he has actually been talking about this uh, going back to last week. Drew McIntyre is his selection for who will eliminate Brock Lesnar. Um, I'll start there with mine, and then we can go from there. My choice to eliminate Brock Lesnar is it's sort of boring, but as I said last week, I feel differently about it than I would have felt about it this time last year. My choice to eliminate Brock Lesnar is Randy Orton. I, I am... Okay. I am in. I can't believe I'm saying these words. I'm in on Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar this year. I'm good for it. Um, they freshened up Randy Orton a bit. He's exciting. I get that he's not really doing anything. He's sort of being a little bit just of a white meat baby face. Like, it's kind of embarrassing when he's just trying to create, like, a, a purposeful RKO chant. But I'm in for it. I That sounds like a big, exciting fight for me. Obviously, history there. Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar works for me more than Drew. I, 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 it, I get why he brought up Drew McIntyre last week, and it did seem like this week they were trying to continue to push the idea that Drew McIntyre is a face. I just don't think they can get Drew McIntyre over as a big time face. I think there's so much work in order they're, to make that. They're doing ha- it for a reason, though. They, uh, you can feel that they want to do it, oh, whether or not they, they can. Right. I think they can want to do it. I just think it's absurd to think that you're going to get Drew McIntyre over to being a top face between now and WrestleMania for a Brock Lesnar match. I mean, I'm not saying that like you couldn't have in a place where, 
you know, people will be inclined to want to see him win because mm-hmm. it's Brock Lesnar on the other side. But I think what you're talking about for a WrestleMania moment and to make it believable that that person is going to win and have that sort of crowning accomplishment, I just don't think you can get there with Drew McIntyre. I, I, I mean, look, maybe I'm wrong, and I certainly see what they're trying to do, and I get why it's his pick. I just, I, I, I don't. When I hear it, I don't like it. I don't think it can be done. I'm gonna go with Randy Orton. Um. So I'm kind of going back to what you know. We, we kind of covered a lot of subjects last week, and it got a little rush. But when I brought up the um, the fact that Saudi Arabia was in February, my thought was that we've been kind of working on the assumption that the person who eliminates him was to set up Mania. My thought now is no, it's not for Mania. It's for Saudi Arabia. Um, and basically, this pick I don't necessarily. It's not what I would do, but it checks off a lot of boxes as to why is everything going on right now? Why is Brock Lesnar in the Rumble? Why is Paul Heyman cutting promos about no contracted superstar can ever throw him over? Why is, you know, and then the the last question is, why did Edge suddenly get cleared? Mm-hmm. And the answer to all of these is they want to do Brock Lesnar versus Edge in Saudi Arabia. Which you, so, uh, again, yeah. does not require Brock Lesnar being in the Royal Rumble. Like, you could just well, literally... It's easier, it's easier to set that up. There's, Edge is just, but there's no world in which if Edge wants to wrestle again, like, immediately you would say he's he's literally a Hall of Famer. Like I understand that. But, but, like, let's say, let's say we did it. Let's say we did it where Brock Lesnar beats somebody and Edge comes out, like, that would feel weird. Like, let's be honest. If he just suddenly showed up at the end of the night, that would feel weird. No, but it wouldn't. Toss, if he if, shows up at the Rumble, that's at least. But it wouldn't feel weird if on Monday night, Paul Heyman is talking about how once again, you know, let's just say it was you know, Samoa Joe, for example, that, that Brock right. Lesnar defeated. Once again, one of your heroes, somebody, th- it's further proof that nobody can do it. And all of a sudden, right. Edge's music hits on Monday night. People are going to go batshit. You didn't have to do this cockamamie bullshit thing in order to I'm make it happen. You had to, and literally, no one, logic. no one, I, but that doesn't even make sense in WWE logic. They're way more inclined to do the other thing where they just pluck something out of nowhere than they are to like go through something that they think ends up, you know, like we think we're doing the work. Well, no, it's just weird. It just continues to be weird. <laughs> and again, you waited three weeks to have Brock Lesnar explain. We'll get back to that. Anyway, the moral of the story being uh, you're picking Edge as your choice. Yeah. All right. Now, give me your surprise male and your surprise female to enter the Royal Rumble. Uh, surprise male. Um, I don't know if this is going to count, but Sean Waltman. Uh, there's no. There's nothing that we've seen recently. There's nothing, that, there's nothing yeah. seen other than he's going into the Hall of Fame. Okay. So. All right. I'm fine with that. And your surprise female. Uh, I'll tell you my surprise male, then you can do your surprise female. My sure. surprise male is Jake Atlas. Um, I, I get it. He signed, so like, you know, it's not it's not as off the wall, but there's nothing yeah. that would suggest. That they would debut Jake Atlas in the Royal Rumble. People are fucking crazy about Jake Atlas, man. He's good. Like people are fucking cra- like I, I. We're most excited about AJ from this signing class, but like yeah. people are losing. Well, and a lot of people are losing their shit about Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes I thought Martinez, about. Of course. I thought about Mercedes for my surprise female, but the fact that she already made an appearance on NXT TV, like I, I can't really justify that as being a complete a batshit surprise there's only so many females on the roster it wouldn't be all that stunning if for some reason mercedes martinez was in the royal rumble so um but jake atlas it would be it would be genuinely stunning if a guy that we've never seen before makes his debut in the royal rumble um but it would create sort of a cool moment um so i'll roll the dice and i'll say jake atlas 
as my surprise male. Although I don't, are, is he going by Jake Atlas in WWE? I don't even know if we know that. No, I, I don't think they assign names. I can't believe none of us picked AJ though. Well, I mean, it, I mean, dude, I mean, we will. <laughs> what a fucking scene it would be! Oh, oh my god. god, we have won't happen. Yeah, but right. it would be. What a fucking scene it would be. All right. Um, this is, by the way, going to be the awkward part, right? Whenever AJ does make his debut, like everybody's going to assume that we knew, and right. like I don't know how we handle this because I we I we kind of want AJ to tell us because we kind of want to be there if possible. Like right. we had we've had that conversation. I'm kind of I'm kind of on that. It's like. If it's a situation where we can be there, tell us. Yes, like if he. If it's a situation where you find out 24 hours before and it's in, you know, LA and we're not going to make it, don't tell us. Right, and there's also a possibility that he's just not going to tell us. Like, there's well, also a possibility. Yeah, well, part for that reason, but also because, like, they say, dude, don't tell anybody. Just don't. Right. Don't. We don't want any. You know, that I, there's a possibility that we just won't know. But yep. we have requested that if he knows, like, for example, that he's going to be working in NXT TV, NXT TV taping, like, you know, if they tell him, hey, in four weeks you're making your TV debut, you know, that would give us some time that we could think about whether or not we might be able to fly down to Orlando for the day in order to be there for right. it. So we have requested that. Whether or not that comes to fruition, we have no idea. So we've got no I'm, – I'm telling you, we, we've, we've heard some things. We have <laughs> no inside skinny at all. On uh, AJ and when he's making his debut at this point. Now, that being said, you're a surprise female. Uh, you know what? This one just kind of popped up because John Morrison just came back. Let's see Molina show up. Ooh, in the I thought you were gonna about to say Taya, but um, no, I mean just because she is doing so much with other companies. But I isn't the word that, that like her 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 deal with one of like the the most prominent company that she's working with, her deal's about to come up with them? I, didn't I see I that don't recently? I know that, and I did think it. So if that is, then I should kind of hope for that. But for whatever reason, I just think that she's – I feel like she's, like, in the midst of a pretty big storyline. Okay. So right. I could be and, – and I could be wrong about that, but I'll say Melina. All right. I like Melina. That's a good answer. I really struggled with this one because it's it's even more – again, as we talk about, there's only so many females on the roster. So it's like – it's like I want – for example – I think they're going to induct Mickey James into the Hall of Fame this year, right? Like, I think that makes sense. She's been away. It just seems like maybe this is a, a logical place to go about inducting Mickey James into the Hall of Fame. But she was just on the roster not that long say, ago. Is, isn't she still technically on the is roster? She, she might still technically be on the roster, right? So I, I want that to be the answer, but I'm not willing to go there. So I'm going to go with a nuttier one. <laughs> It makes no sense other than, you know, one connection. And by the way, it'd be stunning if you turned around and were like, uh, yeah, she's pregnant or, you know, like something like that. I'm going to go with Sable. I'm going to go with Sable okay. as my surprise female. Because it is a little bit weird as many of these, like, events as they've done to welcome back females of the past mm -hmm. that they've not included her. And she's married to the biggest star in the company. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's a little bit odd that there's been no appearance at all from Sable, like, whatsoever in this process. So, I'll just roll the dice. I don't think it's actually going to happen. But, like, at some point, it would make sense if we saw her again, wouldn't it? I mean, I guess, have we seen her at, like, a Hall of Fame induction? I feel like we've seen her sitting sort next of to Brock at periphery. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, if you're saying so, I, I, but, I have no, but no idea. No, you're right. She's been very good, and especially, you know, for the WWE, it would make all the sense of the world to have her come out at some point. Yeah. Which, which makes me think that there is, 
you know, between her lawsuit against Vince and everything that right. it's just, there's just continued. It, 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 it's, yeah, it's not one of those situations that they're going to fix. They just don't want anything to do with each other. I mean, it's just hard. It's it's hard to believe that you can have such a connection to the company and that be such a zero. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard yeah. to believe that at some point somebody didn't have to talk that through and say, hey, maybe we can patch this up, too. Um, yeah. But you and, know. and maybe they tried and either just, her just, side, right, probably her side was just like, nah, I don't really want to. Yep, I hear you. All right. Very good. Um, there you go. That is, uh, those are our surprises and uh, our picks and, um, we'll see what happens now. Let's get into the week. That was obviously we'll lead with the fact that, you know, Brock Lesnar finally gave us an explanation as to why it is that he's doing this. Aaron, do you think this was the thought process all along? Or do you think this was just a reaction to two weeks of idiots like us saying, Hey, maybe you should have this guy suggest a reason why it is that he's putting himself in this match. Yeah, that. One hundred percent it's that. Um, I don't think and maybe Heyman in the back of his mind had a thought process, but you know, he's always coming up with things that aren't necessarily on TV and so he was able to say it. But no, I don't think they as in the creative team and you know, W you know, Vince basically. I don't think Vince had this big plan that he was going to wait to reveal. We have heard before that Vince has looked at betting odds. And has you know, maybe not changed plans because of them, but he's noticed them before. Yeah, there, there Is, was that one time where the there was that guy on Reddit who was supposedly an insider, but really right. as it turned out he was just reading off of the betting betting odds. And to try to flush that guy out, Vince was changing things on the. Is fly. there any chance that because like it, there's just nobody that thinks that Brock Lesnar was going to win the Royal Rumble. Is there any chance that this is a reaction to that? Like, hey, we've got to do a better job of making it seem like he could win the Royal Rumble by presenting a scenario where it matters that he wins the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, I do think that's part of it. I think, I, And I think, again, when I say this being done, I feel like that's a very Heyman thing to notice. That's a very, you know, Heyman always likes to have stakes. He likes to create, you know, he's the guy who says... But why would he have waited three weeks? That I don't know. That I don't know. It's very strange. This is the bizarre part about it. Like, it's, again, it's still flimsy. It's still loose, but at least it's there. And if you had directed it from the the get-go, it would have felt more emphatic for the last three weeks about why Brock Lesnar cares so much. Now, it still would be really flimsy that he suddenly wanted to be the first guy in the Royal Rumble. Like, that's still really flimsy because it, it speaks directly to the opposite of exactly what Brock Lesnar has been. That he's the guy that doesn't fight regularly, that only fights when he has to, that only does things based on how much money he's going to make and being mm-hmm. the champion, and now suddenly wants to be the guy that kicks everyone's ass. That that still there's not that juxtaposition's not going to work. But at least it would give him more emphatic reason that he wanted to be in the Royal Rumble, and you would have that looming over the build to the Royal Rumble that this is about Brock Lesnar wanting to face the Fiend at WrestleMania. Like, that's a good build yeah. for a Royal you Rumble. Could, you, you could even have, you know, and, and it's hard because, again, there's no one who's directly going against Brock right now, but you could have had people being like, all right, you know, my goal, my goal number one is to win. My goal number two is to make sure Brock doesn't win. Right. Like, there, there's something compelling about that. Now, granted, most of those people are engaged in other things right now, which, 
as always, is a problem when Brock's, you know, only popping in and out is that people are involved in storylines already and you don't necessarily want to pull them out. But you could have had that. You could have had people, you could have had Ricochet come out and say, you know, you don't deserve that moment. So I'm going to try to win, but I'm sure as hell not letting you win. Yeah, I mean, that, that certainly would have been good. I thought that was, you know, Ricochet looked good, obviously, in that, that mm-hmm. interaction with Brock Lesnar until he got buried. But um, no, I, I'm with you on all that. We have. New- I, I do like the idea, by the way, of after so many times that Brock Lesnar has been beaten with low blows, the idea of he might just go into the rumble and start throwing yeah, out low I don't blows. Mind, yeah, I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that I, at all. I would love that. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we have new tag team champs on Raw as um, not not surprising at all. One, because they clearly didn't have anything they were doing with the Viking Raiders because they clearly have nothing that they're doing at all with the tag division on Raw, which is bullshit and has been bullshit for some time, and I have no idea how long that insanity is going to continue, especially considering you don't have a championship <laughs> on your TV show. Maybe try to do something with the tag division. You... All right, anyway. Um... They decide, however, instead of it being AOP, to go with Seth and Buddy Murphy, which is at least sort of interesting. Um, if if you're AOP, why wouldn't you have wanted to be the ones that would yeah. win the tag belts? I mean, at least at least it creates an amount of of intrigue instead of just doing it for the sake of doing it. Um, yeah. I, I I'm not sure that how. In, like, I'm good with it. That's fine. And it's it's interesting enough, I guess, is all I can come away with saying right now at the moment. Look, I mean, what happened here is, is kind of what you're talking about is there is no championship. The U.S. title is not being treated as the number one title. It's, you know, Andrade has it right now. And Andrade is great with it, but you're not going Seth Andrade. You're not going that direction. So if you're going to make this stable, if you're going to have Seth be the Monday Night Messiah... He has to be going after something. He has to be defending something. There has to be, you know, something tangible. And that something is the tag titles. As far as YAOP, besides that reason, right now they aren't a tag team. Right now they're muscle, which you can argue, well, they're better than that. They should be a tag team. But it's both. We've also seen in the past, like, the enforcers in a faction also, you know, be tag team champs. Be tag team champions while... You're, while the the leader is going after something bigger, oh, that's and correct. Right now there is yes. no something. Correct. I think I think the former of what you said is more significant than the latter. I don't think it's. I, I I disagree with your assumption that like because they're the muscle, they can't be the. No, that's not well. The case. But if you're choosing who's going to go after the titles in this landscape, that's the reason. Well, I th- and that's the form. The former to your point yeah. is that yes. you need something for Seth Rollins, and yes. I don't necessarily disagree with that because otherwise. Again, we talked about this last week. The reason why it had to be a cult is because there's otherwise no purpose. There's no purpose to starting a faction right now when you're not going after anything. Um, You've got to have a reason to have a faction, and so you almost have to make it a cult and make people just be brainwashed in order for there to be some justification as to why it is that they feel the need in order to do any of these things. Um, And in that way, it's fine. It still feels small. Um, I'm still nervous about where it's going, um, I, I picked Kevin Owens to be the one to win the Rumble, not because I'm certain that's going to happen, just more because it's what should happen. But the bigger problem that I have is the same thing we talked about last week. If what you're trying to build to at WrestleMania is a Kevin Owens faction versus this faction, if that's ultimately where you're trying to get to, I'm, I'm out if it's not... like The work that you have to do to make me excited about that Kevin Owens faction, that what you would have to do, the people that you would have to pair with that faction for me to be into that and think that's better or as good 
or even in the same stratosphere as what Kevin Owens should be doing at WrestleMania is almost impossible. The Viking Raiders are fine. They absolutely cannot be the Viking Raiders. No. Um, it, it would have to be something... I, I, boy, I don't even know what the, it would the, have to the be. The only thing I could think of right now in the landscape that we have now that would make it feel WrestleMania, and even this would be a stretch, but at least I'd be like, huh, okay, is if you, like, you had Kevin Owens, or probably not Kevin, maybe Joe win the U.S. title, you have them hold on to the tag titles, you partner the Street Profits with them, and then you have, like, all the titles on the line, and then the number one contendership as well. Like, that's how you get those four, like, yeah, set. Yeah, like, you, you, you do all of that, okay, maybe. And even that I'm a little wary on, but if you if you put it where there's so much on the line there, okay, maybe you can talk me into it. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure that I agree. Um, yeah, fact, well, I'm, that's why, but I'm pretty that's certain what, I don't agree. That's the best I can do. Yeah, or, well, un- unless those other two people are so effing cool, but I just don't know who that could possibly be that would be so effing cool that you would say, okay, yeah, give me this. I mean, I, I'm, I, it would have to be such a pie-in-the-sky thing, like somebody that's signing that we've never seen before, or I, I, I don't know what it would have to be in yeah. order for me to be in on it. I'm, I'm opposed to this being something that continues beyond this. Um, the problem being, you've set all this work up with Kevin Owens and and um, Joe. Joe, thank you. That like it feels like it's got to have some sort of payoff. Like, if, if for no other reason than okay, let's just say that this does stop pretty quickly here. Maybe not right at the Rumble, but let's say it goes to mid February or something. Like, what's the point? If let's say again, let's say the heels win, what's the point of their stable and who's stepping up if it couldn't be Joe and Owens? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. That's the where you are, and I, I just. It's such a waste of Kevin Owens. It's such a fucking bloody waste of the guy that should have been your top face coming out of Survivor Series that should have been the guy you were throwing yourself behind when you decided to switch Seth Rollins to it to being a heel. Instead, you're sort of saying we don't have one. I mean, like you're you're kind of I guess I guess the possibility like if, if you're trying to stretch it out, Elimination Chamber helps stretch it out if you're throwing, you know, four of those guys into the Elimination Chamber. I mean, um, I guess <laughs> like, like I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to get, you know, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying, all right, what, what's the logic here? What, what where are we going? Where could we be going? How do we stretch this out? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, all of the scenarios just don't sound that appealing to me, man. They just, they, they come away. I come away from all of them saying, oh, yeah, it's I, just, look, I'm, I'm trying to spin it. I'm not, I'm right. not saying that, oh my God, this is what I'd be doing if I had the book right now. I'm just saying in this world that we're being given, how can I make this? Work? Right. And again, it all reeks to me of what happens when you don't have a championship on your show. Sure. Like this all reeks to me of you're in this position because you haven't put a championship on your show. And so now everybody's got to be doing something and now you're kind of tying yourself. And I, I'd just be inclined for them to literally do a bit where they pretend it never happened. I would be completely fine. It like if somehow I end up being right, Kevin Owens wins the rumble on Monday night or on Sunday night. And on Monday they do one blow off, you know, now I'm going to go try to win the tag titles. They don't win them. And then they just literally make it never happen again. That's for the best. That's the best yeah. thing they could possibly do. Let this thing be a faction and figure out somebody else. <laughs> that's, that's going. That's the problem is I just can't think of 
anything else that you could put oh, up against. Oh, I'm not short of of well, undisputed era would be the answer. I mean, like that's that. You then, know, yeah, that's yeah, that's where I was going. Right, like that's your answer would be or or you move or you move some people over from Smack. You you have a Braunlet stable. Um. Yeah, I'm not interested in that so much. That doesn't do anything. I, I'm for not me. either. But right, like, that does nothing again, for me. But but could if if this were to lead to them just making this go away and them running around and acting like bosses, and then one night Undisputed Era shows up. Well, fuck, we've got ourselves a WrestleMania match. Like we've got ourselves something that that matters that I'm in for and that works. Yeah. Now, you know, do I think that's happening? No. So. But you, it's something that you could set up through the Rumble. Absolutely could. Absolutely could and would be worthy. And I, if they do, I will come back in here and I will take my medicine and I will say they fucking... It was weird getting there, but they nailed it. I just don't have any faith in that being the case. No, of course not. Um, other headlines from the week. Uh, ooh, Kane is back. Yay. <laughs> like I, I assume that's just that's for Saudi Arabia. Like oh, King, I, I think that we Saudi already Arabia. I think we already know that, that like they've been planning uh, Kane versus uh, the the fiend for Saudi Arabia. Fine, you know. Cool. God, God, again, God bless. Again, it's getting weird because you know they keep having all of these people in the orbit of Daniel Bryan coming to the fiend, and we're presuming that Daniel Bryan's getting shuffled aside, and they keep making us want more Daniel Bryan. Yeah. It's not good. It's not. It's not great. Again, can can be fixed. Can be solved somehow. But it will be clunky in order to get there. Um, like if. By the way, speaking of Daniel Bryan, did you hear about what he said about the the haircut thing? No, I didn't. So apparently, when he was pulled under the ring by Fiend initially, and they were throwing hair up, there were actually a couple producers or barbers or whatever under the ring who were quickly cutting his hair wow. and throwing his hair up. Wow. That is kind of... The, 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 the idea was not to cut it this short. He, was, he didn't want to cut it at all. But they were like, okay, we need to cut it a little bit. And it just, in the chaos of that, they cut it too short. And they, the only thing they could do was to cut it as short as it is now. I mean, okay. <laughs> like, um, again, that's, that ends up adding to the problem because this is the Daniel Bryan we like. This is yeah. the Daniel Bryan we want more of. So it just sort of adds the bigger problem that they're dealing with when it comes to Daniel Bryan. It's a, it's a, it's a goofy bit, man. It's a really, really goofy <laughs> way, bit. How WWE is it that their their conclusion that the easiest thing to do is have barbers under the ring instead of just having, like, fake hair to throw up? I mean, I, <laughs> I don't have the words. I really don't have the words. <laughs> Um, anything else that we needed to cover from, from this past week? I'm, I mean, like, I, I always get to the point. I mean, we know, so tonight on NXT is going to be yeah. Keith Lee and Roderick Strong. Most people will be listening to this after that match has occurred. Yeah, um, don't, don't want to go too much. I assume it's going to be a screw job finish because it, it does feel weird that after all you've done with Keith Lee, that you've positioned him to a point where people think you could challenge Brock. Right. That suddenly have the North American title. Like, I think the North American title is an important belt. But Keith Lee seems way past that. It does, or at least that he should be way past that at this point. Like, now, we, we're always in these situations, man, where we think something's happening, and, and, like, in their world, it's, wow, that was great with Keith Lee. That's really risen him to a point where we think he could have the North American title. Like, that could literally be their reaction to everything that's occurred. That they thought so little of Keith Lee that this, to them, is a big push for him. Um, but I tend to agree with you that, that like I mean they had him pin Seth Rollins they had him in that number one contendership match for the big title like 
Dude, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm completely with you. It makes if, if they suddenly put that belt on him, that's a weird bit. Now, if it's the start of okay, he gets screwed and he's going to run through the rest of the undisputed era on the way towards Adam Cole at WrestleMania, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm for all of that. I'm for all of that. Um, all right. Anything else that we needed to cover from this week? Uh, nothing too much. I mean. I, I that ladder match was scary at times. Yeah, the, you know what's funny? Like for as much as excited as I was, and th- there's two things. One, it's the standard of what we come to expect, right? Yes. Um, the standard of what we come to expect is perfection from those two, and there were enough spots that were just a little off in that match that it was by anybody else's standard a really good match. It was a little weird to me. Because it was just, it seemed like there were just a couple of things here and there that, like, in in the way they drew it up would have been fucking so amazing. Would have just right. been unbelievable spots. In practicality, just didn't quite land the way that I I think they were hoping they would. Yeah, I mean, you know, was, you know uh, Andrade would go a little bit to the left and his head would catch the ladder instead of his whole body. Right. It was, you know, just little things like that that really took me out of the match. Because I was like, oh, God, Andrade's determined to break his neck. Like, yeah, yeah, it did, it did feel dangerous that way. It did feel dangerous that way. Um, and I guess the disappointing part is that, like, there's probably no more Rey Mysterio-Andrade matches, which sucks because that's my favorite part of the show every week. <laughs> exactly. Okay, and, and speaking, so we have that match, and then we also have the main event, which was weird for a couple reasons. One, like... They didn't talk about it the entire night. That was the one strength. I was tweeting back and forth to people when they put on the tag title match at 10 o'clock. I was like, wait a second. What's the main event? Yeah. Because they hadn't mentioned that match once. I know they mentioned it the week before, but for the first two hours, 20 minutes of the show, they did not mention that match once. Uh, That's basically true. They didn't really have a build. We... As we talked about last week, it was weird that they were doing it again because, like, wh- what is the point anymore? <laughs> like, what, what is the point of any of this? Where are we trying to get to? And why is it not at the Rumble? Well, I mean, like, why, why wouldn't the, the singles match have been at the Rumble? Like, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. For both of those matches, it should have been at the Rumble. But it's like, there was a lot of weirdness. Plus the fact that it was the one match, the entire night, they actually did a pretty good job of linking everything to the Rumble, or at least the Rumble event, if not right. the Rumble specifically. That was the one thing that had no bearing whatsoever on Sunday's show, and they put it in the main event, and that's really strange. Well, it does, well, I mean, maybe we're reading too much into that. It just might be that they've decided that that's, you know, it's getting eyeballs, so we're going to put that in the main event because it, it gets us the most eyeballs, this, this program, right? But it it absolutely feels right now like they have no idea where they're going. That they've had this thing, it's been hot, it's worked, it's accomplished what it was supposed to accomplish, but they have no fucking clue where they're going with it. Um, so we know we've got to do it, let's just keep doing it in some form or fashion, but where do we go from here? And I think the problem is they just they don't have an answer. They have no idea how to move on from this now. They have no idea... like. I, the I, if the idea is to somehow keep dragging it out, there being a Rusev and Lana reuni- reunion at WrestleMania, we're spent. Like, we're yeah. spent by that point. You, you um, need a different 
different finisher that because now if Rusev comes back, if Rusev is the instigator from him, it's like we said, like he's the crazy stalker. Yes, he's the dick at this point. Like, and that's the like he's he's gone to the um I don't care well. Well, dude, you're not showing that you don't care at yeah. all. It's like it's I weird. think you needed to have Rusev win so Lashley can move into being the aggressor. Right. Yeah. Right. Like if that's the and not just like or you have Liv, you have Lana, you have something where it wasn't Lashley. But we still have Rusev. no idea what the story is between Liv and Lana. We still have no clue. I mean, like, that, yeah. that's been a, an utter failure. They introduced this angle, and again, as I brought up last week, I think got scared off by the reaction from... I, I, I'm convinced that having a lesbian performer on their roster who has wanted to do a lesbian storyline, and her reaction on Twitter... And then in an interview with Bleacher Report where she just said, I'm not going to comment on it, I, I can't help but think that they rolled that out there, got that response and said, ooh, we don't really want to dial in on this. But what's that, what that's left us with is, what is this? Is, 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 were they in a lesbian relationship? Were they in a gay? Were these two people in a relationship? Um, and if they were... Like, why wouldn't we talk about that? Is is Liv just crazy? Is she just doing something to try to get attention? Like on on TV, there's more evidence for that than them being in. The okay, well then show. she's not a face. <laughs> like, right, well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is like <laughs> this is the problem. The problem is it feels like they 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 didn't like the response to the way they introduced it. Got scared off of it. And decided, let's just not talk. It exists, but let's just not talk about it. But in doing that, none of this makes any sense. It, right. it just feels like Liv is, the, the suggestion at the moment is that Liv's just a crazy person. That threw something out there to get attention, to put herself in the middle of something. And Rusev, who looks more and more crazy by the day because he's continuing to be obsessed with this, is like, good, I want to have another crazy person. And yes, that's the two crazy people being crazy aren't, the good guys in any of right. these things. So maybe this is leading to a big double turn somehow. And maybe it is. Or again, I've said before, like I, I no, I don't think they're planning on that. Yeah, I don't think maybe so. That's the right. best solution at this right. point. But I would, I would say is I've always said absurd is the best way to go about doing this. That's what people sure. liked in it. Absurd is the great way of doing it. But absurd has to be absurd. <laughs> Like it's gotta be. Rusev has to go after both Liv and Lana now. Like that—that's how this has to end. Something. It, yes, correct. Together. It's yeah. There you go. Or in uh, Rob Van Dam's bed. Um, it's gotta be truly absurd. It's just gotta be that route. Right now, they're just sort of doing it to do it. It's—it's it's not absurd. It's just—it's right. nothing basically. It's yes. just nothing. It's matches for the sake of matches, and that doesn't help this at all. So yep. that's where I am. Agreed. Uh, anything else quickly uh, on AEW? I know that, like, I guess we maybe we shouldn't talk about AEW this week because they they were t they were taping on the cruise. Do we know results? Um, someone does because I, I did get a tweet. Hey, there something happened. I, I heard, but I I didn't delve in or anything. So okay, I that's um, a funny thing. I have not seen that out there much. Like I've not seen much. I, I about... got I got a te a specific tweet from okay. one of our listeners. Okay, all right. Um, so. I don't know. Yeah, I, apparently, I, yeah. I mean, but presumably, part of that is just they were on a boat. People don't really have service. On yeah, the boat. that's fair. That's fair. So. That is weird how they're doing that. I don't know how that all works, but I, um, I saw a couple pictures. It looks cool. Well, I'm, I'm excited yeah, to watch I'm, tonight just for the visual of it, right? Because it correct. looks really cool. All right. Well, I look forward to that. 
All right, very good. Uh, when we come back in, Joe Hendry is going to join us from Ring of Honor. They are coming back to Baltimore for a free show, free enterprises, uh, coming up um, in February. And we're going to talk to Joe Hendry, who's been kicking ass uh, for the last year or so in Ring of Honor. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. This is Jobbing Out. Hey, Dad, can we try one of those hoagie things? <sighs> Sorry, son. We aren't hoagie people. What do you mean? Son, we're Royal Farms sub people, like my daddy was, and his daddy before him, like you and me, and all the folks we know. Gee, Dad, I never thought about it like that. So you're saying hoagie people are... Aliens, son. They're aliens. <laughs> Royal Farm subs are Baltimore's best. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Say his name and he appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. I believe in Joe Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark. The boys had to step out for just a second, but um, I'm doing better than that. I cannot tell you how much I believe in Joe Hendry myself, and I can't wait as uh, the world's most entertaining tag team is going to be a part of a really cool event that is coming back, the UMBC Event Center, on February 9th. It's called Free Enterprise, and that's because it's legit free. You can just go right now to ROHWrestling.com and get your tickets to be there with us in Catonsville for an awesome show that Sunday afternoon. Joining us now, he is... The incredibly entertaining Mr. Joe Hendry. Joe, it's Glenn. It's so great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. No problem at all. Thank you for having me. Dude, I, like, I, I'm, this is going to sound like the dumbest dumb guy question ever. Like, where did you come from? How did you become this guy that I, I am so entertained by everything you do? <laughs> and, like, going back to... All of the the songs, the Limp Bizkit stuff, the In the Air Tonight, like everything you've ever done has entertained me so much. How did you become this person? Well, um, I guess I'm the here, – here's the thing. My, uh, my wrestling uh, persona is very much – you know, it's not a persona. It's very much ingrained in real life. When I kind of was doing these – started doing these entrances, you know, I, I like to say that I guess my, my – persona is that of a, a failed musician and no right. one can be a better failed musician than me because i was a failed musician <laughs> for 10 years so but ironically i guess i've now found success through music and wrestling together so here we are life's a journey it's right it's so perfect man it's so perfect that it's worked out this way for you were you when, when you decided okay so get, which path was the path that you were more purposefully trying were you well were, i wanted to be a wrestler but i just didn't think i was big enough okay um and then, you know, which is funny because you're six it's, two it's, and you know, two hundred. Yeah, like I'm one of the bigger well, not huge, but I'm one of the bigger guys on the roster, sure. I would say. Um so which is kind of interesting because when I was looking at wrestling from afar, I thought, no, I'm not big enough to be a wrestler, you know. Um but uh, when I was about to turn twenty five, I decided, you know, that like I'm really passionate about music, but it's wrestling is my main passion. And I thought, you know, now is it's really I felt at the time that I was going to have, if I wanted this to be my career, that was the time to do it. So, you know, I uh, gave it 100%. I made wrestling my life, um, my, my absolute focus. And I found a way to entertain people through wrestling and music. Um, and, you know, I was on the independent scene from 2013 to just before I signed Ring of Honor. And um, I went to a Ring of Honor tryout in 2016, though. 
And again, this is what I tell people who are chasing goals. Not everything happens immediately. Like I said, I went to the tryout in 2016. They had me on the tour that year. And then I just kept doing UK tours. And then eventually in 2019, we just decided, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just get this done. And now I'm, I'm absolutely at home at Ring of Honor. I love it. Dude, it's perfect. It's been the perfect fit for you. And, and also cool that like it started... The, the stuff with Dalton has been so perfect for both of you, right? Like, it's, it's worked out sort of the frenemies bit, like the whole thing. When, when you got there, I'm sure you'd have been excited to work with anyone. But, like, how perfect was it for you, given who you are, what you're all about, given what he does? Like, how much did you say, oh, my God, I know we can knock this out of the park? Well, the, I think the, the thing, that the clip that sums up for me is, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's my favorite thing that me and Dalton have done. And it's a really organic promo that basically we're just sitting on a couch laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know what he was going to do to make me laugh. So the laughter you're seeing, most of it is just, you know, totally genuine laughter. Cool. And it's I think the thing that works really well with me and Dalton is we just have totally different uh styles of comedy that that seem to somehow mesh together very well oh it's perfect man dude i i peed myself when you the, Good. the like Good. i mean i'm i the the line the, the joe hendry and some guy line like i'm telling you it constantly and they need to get that i'm, I'm hoping they can get that on youtube so we can uh, show some to. more people they have to get that it's so perfect man it's such a perfect thing that you did and i can only imagine like this is the cool part for me because i admit that i'm a nerd and i'm into this type of stuff but I've got to imagine, like, this is genuinely fun for you guys to be working on. And there's, like, an amount of joy that comes with that stuff that you're talking about. Like, just sitting down and saying, okay, what are we going to do this week? Well, the like I say, the Joe Hendry and Friends, like, that would be an example of a custom entrance. And actually, those are... Um, actually back-breaking work like those are so really? intensive mentally intensive because with these entrances you're really putting yourself out there so it's it's so kind of cringy in the wrong way if you don't get those custom entrances right so you have to give it all the time and thought and energy that you have so it's a very exhausting process but it becomes an addiction to get that reaction from the crowd yeah. and it becomes like oh people will laugh at that like it's, it's really weird like you hear high level athletes like talking about like the, how they envision how they're going to win and stuff like that and I've always envisioned like how these entrances are going to go and the ones that do the ones that don't do as well are the ones that I can't really vision envision how they're going to go but the ones that really knock it out of the park are the ones where I can just almost see exactly what's going to happen before it is it's kind of weird no it's cool man and i and there's been moments like where it has been so electric that i you know i can only imagine what that feeling's like Let, let's go there for a second. joe hendry's with us again free enterprises ring of honor coming up on february 9th at umbc event center again get your tickets rohwrestling.com joe you know like all the things that you did and have done has there ever been something that like really literally made you pinch yourself when you felt that feeling inside the building, the way the crowd reacted to it, like like what's been the one that's given you the most maybe goosebumps in that moment when something that you worked on delivered the way that it did? Oh, that's that's a great question. Um, oh, I'm, I think that's really tough. That's that's a great question, though. I I, uh, I think wrestling Kurt Angle in the main event yeah. of the pay per view has got to be up there. Yeah. Um, in terms of the entrances. 
I think just that whole kind of run I had with them in 2016 just felt right. You know, it was it was an awesome time. Um, but then again, it's uh, it's really satisfying when you're like, is this funny? Is it is it not? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then you you do it, and you're like, oh, you know, the people seem yep. to be on board with it. it so works. it's a uh, it's a it's a great feeling. It's awesome. It's it's relief. It's elation. It's it's everything. I can feel Joe Hendry coming in the air tonight. He's with <laughs> us here on Jobbing Out. Um, Joe, did you ever hear? It's from... actually just I can. I think it's I can feel Joe Hendry. Joe Hendry. That's right. I'll that's exactly right. Joe, I can feel <laughs> Joe Hendry in the air tonight. That's exactly right. Um, Joe, did you ever hear from anyone that was a fan, either on the music side or on the wrestling side? Like, did you did you get a message, a tweet, anything from anyone that was aware of what you were doing? And even now, that yeah. like, maybe is yeah, watching. Yeah, there is. I tried to get uh, Biffy Clyro was one of my favorite bands as a teenager, oh, so I no tried doubt. to get their attention with all the entrances I did, but they didn't bite on that one, unfortunately. But um, I did get a tweet from Wheatus when I did Teenage Dirtbag. And they said uh, on Twitter, they just said, "What the hell is this?" When someone <laughs> linked it to them, so that's that's the only example. Okay, but wait a you, second. You think there would be more, right? No, I, I would. I would absolutely think Phil so. Collins, man. I would absolutely. Yeah, I don't know about Phil Collins, man. Come on. Um, well, actually, it's funny. You know, I, you know, I didn't really want to give this away, but I'm not. Hey, I'm, I'm going to say it. But um, I actually there was one uh, when I used to have a part time job as well as wrestling. The janitor. Um, at the building that I worked at looked exactly like Phil Collins, like exactly like him. Tell me. And I found someone, there was someone in Glasgow whose voice sounded exactly <laughs> like Phil Collins. And I thought, man, I bet I could get people to believe that's actually Phil Collins for five seconds, you know? <laughs> that is so great, dude. It's so perfect. <laughs> Hang on, though. You know what? I could just hire a Phil Collins lookalike. Why not? Like, right? Like, and that would be. By the way, why wouldn't ring? I guess there's a there's an issue with copyrights and all that sort of stuff. And I I don't know how that all works out. But dude, how great would that be? <laughs> like, I'm gonna. How, uh, yeah, I think to be honest with you, I think management want me to do the entrances, and I want to do them. We got to figure it out. There's got to be a way to figure it out. We got to get this done. I mean, if other companies can do it, like if you can do it in other places, there's got to be a way to make it happen because it's so beloved. And I like I hate that, that we end up coming back to that because you're doing such incredible work now with Ring of Honor, right? Like, I don't want to dismiss that, but it's so beloved and such a sort of part of who you are and why well, wrestling think, fans fell in love okay, with Okay, I'll tell you what. So we got, we got to promote Ring of Honor, right? Yes. So let me, let me bring it back around. I will now that this, this interview is convincing me. I will go to management and I will ask permission to do an epic custom pad of the entrance dude. at the Enterprise in Baltimore. Dude, yeah. I will lose it. I will are, are lose it. Are you going it. to the show? Absolutely, we're going to be at the show. All right. I will oh. lose it, bro. <laughs> it would lose. Okay. And you I know, will, we're friendly. With you have my word. I will ask management. And to be honest, I was kind of thinking of doing it, but I have I have an amazing idea. I have oh. an, I know I, I know this, oh. I, this could be. This could be. I have an amazing idea. Let's just say that hey. you need to be at Free Enterprise. If you're listening, you gotta right. be at Free Enterprise. All right, make it happen. There's no reason for you to not be. First of all, why would you not be at Free Enterprise to begin with? It's effing free. This is the and it's everybody. It's not like a B card. 
It's everybody on the card. They are giving this to you for free as a gift for being a supporter, a fan of Ring of Honor, or just a fan of professional wrestling. Be it Free Enterprises. That's such a no-brainer. And also Joe Coff, who we are friendly with. We love Joe. We love Ring of Honor. Love Kevin Eck. Love the whole deal. Mm-hmm. We need to make this happen. We need to make this yeah, happen. You're right. We got we got a great team. And just on, on that note, what you were saying there as well, like um, we get treated super well as well. I love That's going cool. over. It is when people ask me, what is what is it what is it like? I say it's what I thought the dream was going to be, and I don't, you know, uh, I don't lie to my fans. That is just that is just the truth of the situation. That's really I've cool, never man. felt better treated than I feel right now. I'm having a blast. Joe, my I bu- love, can't wait to get back over. My buddy Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, who's a co-host, who can't, he's it's killing him to not be a part of this because he's such a nerdy fan of yours. Um, he was telling me a story that like in 2016 he was at WrestleMania in Dallas and he was out drinking one night. And he bumped into a group of Scots, and they were raving, just going on about how much they loved you and appreciated you and what you're all about. And it got me thinking about, like, you know, a burden maybe that comes with that, right? Like, that you are, are doing this and you are representing Scotland in the process. And I'm sure it's thrilling to know that you have that support and that everybody's behind you. But at the same time, I've got to imagine that, like, there's a little bit of a pressure that comes along with it. Like, Hey, I want to be me, but I also know like I'm representing an entire country in a lot of ways. When I go do this, when I'm across the, the, the pond and wrestling in ring of honor. It's, it's weird when you, when you think of that, I think people who are wrestlers, like in this situation, you sometimes don't think of like the weird thing is when I was, when I was coming up, when I was just starting wrestling, I would always kind of envision myself as the world champ and you know, that sort of thing. And I still do. That's why the first t-shirt I did with the company, I was like, to hell with that. I just put world champ on it. You it's know? cool. Yeah. <laughs> just because just, just why the hell not? But, um, my life is actually, um, quite I, I'm I'm pleased to say the process of my life is very much down to earth. You know, like I, I, uh, I've, I've kind of come to realize this when I look at again a lot of high level athletes that I really want to take things to the next level. And those athletes who do take things to the next level, they're very focused and they basically have a very strict routine when it comes to their diet and their nutrition and their training. And when you fact when you factor in all those things, it, it really becomes a full time job. So I I kind of I live outside of Edinburgh now, so I'm not in a major city right now. So I'm kind of just really eat, sleeping and breathing, wrestling and training. And, you know, so I don't get to interact with the Scottish fan base and, you know, any fan base wow. for that matter as much as I would like to. But it is pretty cool to hear things like that and be Dude. reminded of that from time to time. But in the same token, it's also good that I'm kind of. It keeps my, my my lifestyle keeps my feet on the ground right now, you know. I feel so like, the hard work can I, take place. But I also feel like part of what we're reflecting is like what you started with, which is this is sort of who you are, right? Like you're not playing to a stereotype. You're not just doing like you're just being you. And I think that anyone, not just in Scotland, I think anybody in the world can sort of dig that this is just who you are. You're an entertainer. This is what you're about. Like you clearly, it's not just that you're an entertainer. You're a damn good wrestler. Honestly, man, this this interview's firing me up. I, I, like, you dude, should be giving you should seriously, be giving talks in the locker room before matches. This look, is firing look, me up. I, it's it's not, know, they're this, not they're not all this like this. Builds my confidence. We I need, I need to you to get you on board as a as a some sort of a motivation coach. But I need you to know this is legit. Like I'm I'm I don't just kiss the ass of everybody that comes on the show. Like I I you know there's guys that I'm big fans of and I'll I'm I'm happy to kiss their ass when I'm a big fan of somebody. I, this is what I love about professional wrestling. This, what you do is what I love about professional wrestling. Like I'll, I'll, I'll call a spade a spade. 
I'm I have been a nerd for our truth for Ron Killings for 20 yeah. years, and it's not it's not a joke to me. It's this is why I watch professional wrestling. I want to be entertained. I want good wrestling. Yeah. I want that, that's not like a I only want one side of it. I want both sides, but I want both sides, and yes. I want to be entertained. And I take so seriously the fact that you care about entertaining, and you don't sacrifice the fact that you're trying to be a wrestler. It means a lot. As a pro wrestling fan, this is sort of my role in this program is that I constantly have to remind people like this is why we watch. We watch to be entertained. Yes, we watch sort of for sport a little bit like we do want to see good matches and high spots and things like that. But my God, we really watch to be entertained. And that's why you're killing, bro. It's why we're so into you because it's not forced. It's just genuine. I literally find myself every week saying, I can't wait to watch this week to see what Joe Henry is going to do next. So, yes, I'm. You know I'm, what? I'm you've, you've convinced me. That's it. I'm going to. I will speak to management tomorrow and I will request uh, a slot to uh, do dude. a parody entrance and we'll just. We'll, We'll, we'll get around it. We'll Dude, figure out the legalities. I, you know what? I'll chip in. I will chip in whatever we have to pay. <laughs> I will start a GoFundMe. The show will support it. We will make whatever we got to do in order to fund this happening at Free Enterprise. I got, the thing is, like this idea I've got it is a grand idea. Oh, it's a grand idea. Oh. And it's this is go hard or go home. So put it this way. I think you're going to have to be at Free Enterprise. I've built it up now. I can't not deliver. I'm going to have to do it. Dude, I can't wait. I, I so can't yeah, wait. I mean, this, this is crazy. This is going to take, this is going to be the most ambitious one. Like, I'm going to need props. I need a smoke machine. I need three locations. I need, <laughs> I would need five um, extras. This is going to take days of editing. I need a I, couple of days in the studio. This is going to be the thing is, I think what people don't realize is I can turn these around in 48 hours, but if I'm going yeah. for the ones that are grand, like, for example, the Bohemian Rhapsody one, that, that was like three days straight. Wow. So, but if I kind of split it up, I think if I can do this over the next the next week or so and get it done in time. <laughs> Dude, I am so excited. I am so, this is, uh, you know, we're, I'm just. I'm embarrassing myself as a professional with how I'm handling myself in this you situation. Are, you are, but it's I don't, okay. I don't it's give okay. a rat's ass. I'm a Joe Hendry fan. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I believe in Joe Hendry. That's just the way it Thank goes. Thank you. Thank you. I believe in the show. Uh, Joe, give me a... I believe in your skills as a motivational speaker. I think you've got a future there. I, I should just leave interviewing because I can't... Ha- I'm sure there's some like hard-hitting question that I'm completely leaving yeah. on the table. Yeah. I don't give yeah, a rat's ass. I think this is what people want to hear about anyway. Um, Joe, give me a, uh, we always do this. We do the, uh, give me one place that you need to go. One thing that you need to accomplish a per, an opponent, uh, a location where you've never wrestled before, where you've never performed. Like, give me one thing that's a bucket list deal for you. Well, I mean, Mike, look, you have to want to be the champion. Otherwise you're in the wrong business. My goal is to be the champion, ring of honor champion. So let's make it happen. Let's just do it then. Let's just make let's it, it 2020. Let's, let's make it happen, man. To speak to. I, I'm talking to Joe. We're getting to the bottle of this with cough. We'll get into a, a conversation yep. about yep. it. All right, man. What can we plug for you? Obviously, we're plugging free enterprise. Obviously, yeah, that's absolutely that's that's the main thing, folks. This is again, you know, as you said earlier, this is a free show. This is to give back to the fans. This is, um, you know, we're everybody on the team from, you know, the wrestlers to the, to the crew, to the management staff, to, you know, I don't want to leave anybody out. Everybody that's involved in Ring of Honor, we are putting our heart and our soul into everything that we're doing in 2020. This is going to be a big year for us. And we're going to kick up. We're going to kick off the next show 
by making it free for people to come along to. You know, it's where we're cool based thing. in Baltimore, come down, and this is going to be a showcase. You're going to see what the next year is going to be like for Ring of Honor. People are going to talk about this show as a turning point, and you don't even have to pay for it. What else are you going to be Amazing. doing that evening? And I've just told you, I'm going to be dropping a, a legendary entrance. You've got to come and see this. It's stacked with star power, top to bottom. Look, you can't sell this anymore. You just got to go. It should be really easy. It really should yeah. be an easy However, decision. Don't be thinking you can just show up. You got to go online and register yeah. for tickets. I'm on Ticketmaster right now, and I'm looking at the tickets, and the, pff, the tickets are free. However, they're going quick. Yep. So get over to rhwrestling.com, go to the live section, then click on free enterprise. It's going to be on the 9th of February. Go in and secure your tickets. It will cost you nothing. Guarantee it will be the best. It's not even money. Best time <laughs> you've ever spent. Uh, at Joe Hendry on Twitter. I know some people can follow you. There's me as well. There's me as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely you. At Joe Hendry on Twitter. Uh, what about T-shirts, anything like that? What else can I plug for you, sir? All, if you really want to support the prestigious one, again, go over to ROH. Uh, go to the Pro Shop. Uh, just click on Shop and then go find my T-shirt. Grab yourself one. I will do my best to point at you if if, uh, well, if, if, if I see you in the crowd well, there. I'm about to do something because this is going to happen. This is going to happen for free enterprises. Joe Hendry, uh, I, I know that you don't need me to remind you because I've just been spending the last 20 minutes telling you I am a total nerdy fan. I am really appreciative <laughs> Have you taken the time for us this week, dude? We can't wait to see you on uh, February 9th. And congratulations on all the success that you are having this business, man. May wonderful things continue to come your way. No problem. Thank you so much. Thanks to Joe Hendry. I probably embarrassed myself there. Um, uh, dude, he's amazing. God, if you're not watching RRH, Joe Hendry is incredible. I appreciate him taking the time for us. All right, that'll do it for us for the week. Uh, we want to thank uh, Joe Hendry, of course. Don't forget uh, all the boys. I didn't let them get their plugs in because I'm a jerk this week. But at AJ Francis 410 we are looking forward to AJ returning to the show as soon as earthly possible. Uh, Brandon Linton, at Brandon Linton on Twitter is how you follow him. By the way, he says he is also picking Andrade for Sunday night. Uh, Ramsheadlive.com. Go find out everything that's coming up at Ramshead Live. At the Aoster on Twitter is how you follow Aaron, BaltimoreSun.com. And, of course, uh, his show or the, the show that he's part of, uh, the bottom line on NBC Sports Radio at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. We will talk to you next week. Have a great week. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out! Fuck everybody for not being here at the end of the show.